some rounds can leave you feeling completely spent physically, but have you ever considered how your rounds might be draining your mental and emotional reserves? Having built-in rest stops to refresh and recharge yourself is critical to good play. That's why in this episode, I'm going to share the five best ways to keep your mental battery charged in golf. She Talks Birdie is for you, the golf enthusiast who wants to discover how to play the game you love better, smarter, and more effortlessly. If that sounds like exactly what you need to take your game to the next level, then I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Dr. Shannon Reese, and in each episode, we'll take a look behind the curtain in your mind to uncover the simple mindset strategies that will help you play great. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Hi there, I'm Dr. Shannon Reese, and if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. If you've never considered the importance of intentionally resting during your rounds and elsewhere, this episode is going to be an eye-opener. It's not uncommon that I hear golfers talk about grinding their way through a round like it's a badge of honor. It's actually an ineffective way to get the most out of your performance, golf or otherwise. For that reason alone, I thought this podcast was overdue. By burning the candle at both ends, wearing yourself out by trying harder, or overthinking your game doesn't lead to good results. You've been there and tried that, is my guess. Even I've fallen victim to this line of thinking in my business. Have you ever bitten off more than you can chew? This happens to me when I completely misjudge how long it will take for me to complete an important project. When I don't plan things out appropriately, I leave myself with no other choice but to grind something out. This mode of operation comes with sacrifices, the biggest of which is the time when I need to rest and refuel in order to be at my best when it matters most. When I don't make rest a priority, I experience consequences when it comes to my work, like burnout, creative and writing blocks, overwhelm, poor focus, and emotional vulnerability. Sure, I get things done, but I wear myself out, which can have an ongoing ripple effect. And I don't like feeling as though I just got by when I know that I have the capacity to do better without sacrificing myself in the process. I can see similar consequences when my clients get into the habit of trying harder to play well. For example, they start going through the motions rather than approaching their game with purpose, or they become more easily distracted or sensitive to other people and the ways that the game can test them. Maybe they get a little more impatient or spend too much time rushing their game. And lastly, they find that they're getting diminishing return on their investment of time and effort, and that's frustrating. I try to teach my clients that making rest a priority on and off the course will help them play the game with more freedom and enjoyment. I was addressing the need to rest and recharge your mental battery with a professional golf client not too long ago. During our conversation, he recognized that he was not getting good ROI from the time he was spending on the range, 
because he was getting out there and grinding for hours at a time with no breaks. He had fallen into the pattern of believing that more and more time on the range would equate to more and more improvement in his game. Have you ever thought that? He was spending six to eight hours a day beating balls, grinding through one drill after another. That's similar to an amateur golfer taking pride in hitting a hundred or more golf balls. If this sounds like your approach, ask yourself whether all your hard work is giving you a measurable and equal return on your investment. Have you heard of the law of diminishing return? This is a principle in economics, but it applies to your golf performance too. What it means is that there is a point in time when more effort, more time, or more energy will fail to bring about a proportional increase in improvement. Hitting more balls, playing more rounds, or taking more lessons has a fixed value to it. And if you're not committed to carving out time to recharge your batteries mentally and physically, you're going to get the diminishing return. And you're going to hit that limit even faster when you don't incorporate intentional rest into your golf activities on and off the golf course. Keep in mind that your brain runs your body. So if your mental batteries become depleted, your brain's ability to direct your body and sustain good performance levels decreases. And the harder you try to avoid making mistakes, the more you will get in your own way and mess up more often. So back to my professional client. He altered his practice regimen and adopted a less is more approach. His pursuit during practice became more about quality than quantity. By engaging in short, time-bound drills, his focus was sharper and his results were increasingly better. Between drills, he would take a water or a snack break and mentally check out of golf for five minutes or so. He began making more progress in less time because his targeted activities, buffered by periods of rest, were full of more engagement, present-centered focus, purpose, and drive. In order to adopt a less-is-more approach to your game so that you can make more progress with less time and effort, here are five main areas where you might consider the need to build in time and space to engage in quality rest. Number one, before and after you play. While this particular area is incredibly important when playing in a competitive event, it applies to everyday golf too. The goal of resting before and after you play is to calm and center your mind on the things that matter most, the things that help you advance your game. Make a point to set healthy boundaries in your schedule so that you have time to mentally prepare for every round before you leave the house. Life is busy, but that's never a good reason to rush from one activity to the golf course without taking the time to prepare yourself for a good round. It's important to spend 5 to 10 minutes mentally transitioning your thoughts from life to golf in order to bring your best focus, attitude, expectations, and game plan to the course. Getting your head in play mode will enhance your pre-round warm-up focus so you can better assess your A game for the day and get off to a strong start to the round. 
After your round, it's just as important to give yourself about 5 to 10 minutes to constructively evaluate how you played. Please note the word constructively. Especially on a day when you experienced a lot of challenges, you don't want to be left with nothing other than a list of everything you think you did wrong. Let go of that kind of clutter in exchange for recharging your mental battery by focusing on the positive side of your game. Think about what went right and the lessons you can draw and build upon for the things that didn't. A post-round rest stop is a great time to process your thoughts and feelings about the round and then set them aside so you can easily transition to whatever activity is next on your schedule. If you're playing in a multi-day competitive event, this exercise makes it possible for you to mentally and emotionally wipe the slate clean so you can start fresh for your next round without bringing any baggage from the first round with you. And by all means, get a good night's rest so you are physically recharged too. The second area where you want to build in intentional rest is following your pre-round warm-up. Just as I don't recommend that you rush to the course and eliminate or shortcut your warm-up, you don't want to rush from your warm-up to the first tee. Leave time following a quality warm-up to get some water, catch up with a friend, grab a snack for the round, or simply quiet your mind before heading out. Allowing yourself a few minutes to chill puts you in a great position to set your mind on the things that matter as you prepare to start the round. You can reflect on your goals for the round and what you will be focused on doing consistently well in order to reach them. You can reflect on the successes from your last round or the good shots you just hit during your warm-up. The point is to fill your mind with positive things and top off your mental battery in the process so you are set for success. Not only will this help you start strong, but also play with a focus on the right things. The third area where you want to think about implementing some intentional rest is between shots and holes during your round. Some golfers are more social, others are more serious, but you can enjoy the best of both sides of the game by learning how to actively rest your mind in the time between shots and holes. Over the course of a three and a half to four hour round, the time when your mind needs to be actively engaged in playing the game is only about 15 minutes. The remaining time should be spent simply enjoying where you are and who you're with. It's okay to let your mind drift off your game to other things between shots and holes. In fact, I highly recommend it so that your mind will be refreshed and ready to lock on to the task of planning, executing, and evaluating your next shot at full capacity. Your mind doesn't need to be working constantly on your game in order for you to play well. That's grinding your focus, and there's a limit to how long you can maintain high-level focus. When you enable your mind to do a little daisy-picking in the space between shots, you will be able to more effectively snap your thoughts and narrow your focus back to the task at hand when it's time to start thinking about your next shot. And just so you know, that's not immediately following your last shot. The added benefit of this type of active resting is that you can actually enjoy everything the social side of the game has to offer. The fourth place where you might need to consider 
implementing some more intentional rest is during your practice on the range. As in the example I shared about my professional golf client, you will get the most out of your time on the range if you break it up into meaningful segments with time for rest between drills. For example, give yourself a measurable goal for a putting drill and put a time limit on your work. Knowing you have a hard stop and something desirable and specific to accomplish will increase present-centered, engaged focus as well as be much more motivating than if you don't establish some sort of measurable deadline. When your allotted time is up, don't keep going. Assess your results and then take a five-minute break to chat with a friend, grab some water, or check your phone. Allow yourself to mentally disengage from your practice in order to rest your brain. After your five-minute break, set your next goal and the time limit and get into your next drill with drive to get the most out of it. Just like my client, you will discover how much more you can accomplish in less time when you set objectives and time limits to your activities on the range. The fifth and final place where you might need to consider implementing some intentional rest is during the week. When working with highly competitive or just golf-obsessed players who love to work on their games seven days a week, there is a definite need for a day of rest. All work and no play? Well, you know how that saying goes, and that's all the more reason why you don't want to make that how you approach your game. For your benefit, the final type of rest stop you consistently need in your game is a once-a-week golf-free day. What I mean is that you set aside at least one day a week when you don't think about golf, talk about golf, play or practice golf, work out for golf, or even watch golf on TV. Commit to being golf-free at least one day a week in order to set aside that time to recharge your mental battery by doing something else you enjoy. A quality approach to your game from all sides is the best way to minimize errant shots that are simply the result of being poorly focused and disengaged in the task at hand. It's that simple and that important. Where do you need to create some intentional rest stops in and around your game? Carve out the time and space? Because you're going to thank me for it, I promise. I hope this episode opened your eyes to the importance of taking a rest approach to your game. Perhaps you are already thinking about where you need to make some changes. I've created a worksheet to help you get organized in each of the five areas I pointed out. Head on over to trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash 011 to grab the free download now. Let's quickly review the five best ways to keep your mental battery charged in golf by creating time to rest your mind. Number one, create time for rest before and after you play. Number two, create time for rest following your warm up. Number three, Create time for rest between shots and holes. Number four, create time for rest during practice on the range. And lastly, number five, create time for rest at least one day a week with a golf-free day. If you have any questions or comments on this episode, please leave them for me below the show notes on my website. 
That address again is trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash 011. And I'd love to hear from you. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes to leave me a review. It's the best way to support the podcast and enable me to keep providing you with the actionable content you need to play great. And if you haven't subscribed to the She Talks Birdie podcast, what are you waiting for? That'll guarantee you won't miss a single juicy episode. I'll be back soon. Until next time, get out there and play great.